0: We've got a scenario that's been written in, which is from um, a mother who writes, I just heard from my son's school that they're going to start introducing mindfulness lessons uh, into their curriculum. And my son, who is seven, does actually struggle with anger issues. And I'm wondering, will this help? And do I need to learn about mindfulness, too, in order to help him at home? Or what would help me help him at home? Um, So thoughts? On that um, dealing with anger issues or mindfulness is that something that would help
1: well I'm gonna let will talk about the mindfulness because he knows a lot more about that um, than me but just one thing I would love to say is that I mean it is an absolutely vital part of what we do as parents to teach our children um, well a emotional health and how to particularly handle our anger appropriately and of course As parents, I think I found the most challenging thing about being a parent was it's like holding up a mirror and looking at yourself and actually realizing what one's own weaknesses are. And this was certainly an area I had to learn a lot in because I needed to learn how to handle my anger properly. And uh, before I could, you know, think about teaching our children how to do that. But it is the most important thing to be able to to pass on and help our children to learn about their emotions. And it's really, really um, an ongoing thing all through their, their kind of naught to 18. You don't, a, a child doesn't learn how to handle anger and process their emotions overnight. It is the whole, you know, all the years of parenting that it takes to learn those things.
2: I think that's really it's a really helpful starting point. Just you know to recognise that all emotions are, are helpful, um, and we, we describe the yellow emotions, the positive emotions, and then and then the, the purple emotions, that the ones that people perceive are negative. And actually, what you tend to see is is that those are really depicted very strongly. So if you're angry, that's bad. Or if you're sad, that's bad. But if you're happy, that's good. Um, And and unfortunately, that kind of dualism is really unhelpful for Mm. children because they need a full emotional spectrum. They need to be able to express all of their emotions and recognise that they're all equally valid. And the same is true for parents too. Mm. You know, we need to be exp- express all of our emotions and not feel that because we're angry that's bad. Actually uh, anger is a, f- is a is a very helpful immediate emotion. Mm. When when we describe children as having an anger issue, we're not actually saying the child has a problem with anger. We're, we're saying that the child has a problem with a behaviour that is outworked from their anger. So it's what anger leads you to do that is the problem, rather than the anger itself if you think about
1: my husband always says anger is like the warning light in a car that you know it's overheating and actually if you ignore that and I did once and it cost us a lot of money to get the um, engine redone so the the (laughs) moral of that is don't ignore you know the warning light which is what anger is it means we need to take action but how to do that in a way that is appropriate and and i think the most important thing to know about anger because it's it is it's a healthy thing but it is that actually anger can be expressed vocally but pleasantly and And that is what we're aiming at. That's a mature expression of anger. I feel upset because, and you're you're articulating it, speaking about it, opening up about it, but in a way that is pleasant, not screaming, shouting and uh, whatever.
0: And that's where the modelling comes in. Yeah, I think so.
2: I mean, mindfulness training is about us taking the experience that we're having and experiencing it at that time. And this is why it's particularly helpful with children where anger is concerned. Because if you think about simplistic expressions of anger are behaviourally outworked, Mm. as we've said. So the child is angry, they pick up a brick and they throw it through the window. And mummy says, why on earth did you do that? And they say, oh, because I was really angry that this morning I didn't get the right breakfast cereal. And mummy's saying, well, why didn't you just tell me that you wanted a different breakfast cereal? And they're like, well, they haven't, they haven't been able to express or contextualise their experience. They've just worked it out behaviorally. Now, very often the behavioural outworking is an attempt to give voice to their genuine feelings. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is true in all parenting contexts. When the child acts out, they're really wanting the attention of the parent to give them licence to express themselves emotionally. Mm-hmm. It's like an opportunity to be asked the question, what is wrong?
0: Yeah. Um, and they might need some help with that.
2: Absolutely, yeah. So we, we, what mindfulness training does it, it helps to, the child to take away the forward-focused action of anger and to experience anger in the context within which it's been stimulated. So the child might be encouraged to, um, to sense, for example, the desk at a time when they're angry. Now, what the sensory experience does is it roots them very much in the present moment. So they're connected to the now, and they're feeling angry in the now. So they might sit with their feelings and think, I feel angry. And whilst they're sensing the desk, they're knowing that they are rooted at this very time. And then they might ask themselves, what do I feel angry about? So they're actually having a conversation about their context, or just even sitting with anger and describing how it feels. I feel hot in my head. I feel tense in my muscles, I feel um, I feel a bit volcanic. They might describe those things to themselves, but it's all about the immediacy of the experience. Now over time, as that is processed, they feel less angry. What it stops them doing is moving from this position into right now I'm gonna go and create trouble. So it basically helps them to process their emotions in the moment and actually live with them long enough to know that actually they can tolerate the discomfort of being angry and nothing bad's gonna happen. What most most negative outworking for children emotionally is when they try to escape the feeling or find a way of resolving it, Mm. which is dysfunctional. So Mm. that might be running away, playing truant, Mm. taking drugs, attacking another child, you know, all sorts of outworkings about, they're all escapism. And actually, mindfulness helps us to live with our emotions in an and now make them safe. Mm. Is it helpful for a parent to learn those skills? I think absolutely. Mm. I think mindfulness tools are a brilliant way of us all getting connected to how we actually feel um, and valuing all of our emotions, whether they're positive or negative. And um, I
1: think learning a vocabulary absolutely. about
2: our emotions.
1: And actually, I think for, for many adults, they, they've never been taught how to have a vocabulary and be articulate about emotions and actually on one of the courses we we suggest that um, if you feel like that you don't even know what you're feeling and you don't know how to describe it that actually it's helpful just to go through a day with a notebook and you know just write down very simply the things and actions that you're doing and how do you feel and then start to try and build a kind of notebook of a vo- vocabulary for that and I think as we, as, as adults can do that, actually then we can help our children.
2: If you think about our parenting, I mean, you know, bath time is always a little bit of a war zone in my household. And, and I seem to be able to escalate from a peaceful bath, where I'm, everything is good, to suddenly volcanic mode, because water is flying out of the bathtub mm-hmm. and my children are trying to slap foam on each other's faces. And, and it's amazing to me how quickly I can move from being present with them, to thinking about how I can get this situation shut down so I don't need to feel any more emotional turbulence. Awesome. Um, and so, you know, you find yourself suddenly shouting and grabbing people out of the bath and wrapping them up in towels and setting them down the stairs to go and get their pyjamas on, and it all becomes very dramatic. And, and it's, again, it's this desire to escape from what is provoking discomfort in us. And I, and I often wrestle with myself in that moment think actually how can my parenting be more present when my children aren't behaving in a way which is supportive of me emotionally interestingly as soon as I change the script into the why am I wanting Mm. to respond in an escapist way I can feel the tension of my day and my desire to get a cup of tea and sit down and have Mm. a rest and my sense of my sense of sort of deficit and, and, and I can almost, in engaging with that, be more compassionate towards myself. Yeah. But also my, my sense of fun returns very quickly. So suddenly I'm more likely to start throwing Throw foam. and throwing <laughs> around. Because actually suddenly it doesn't become something I need to shut down because it's unsupportive of me. It just becomes an experience that I'm having in the now. And it's not necessarily going to be any worse or any better than going to have a cup of tea. It's just a bit noisier and it's just a bit more frivolous. And so your parenting style changes when you're willing to accept discomfort for longer and actually to find new meaning in some of the mm. things that our children do, which we might have pre- previously assumed were irritating things. When we reframe their behaviour and we can experience those emotions, the emotions around the activity change. And we're far less likely to get angry ourselves or, or have any other sort of negative outwork. we want to escape from ourselves. Because actually the meaning has changed. And that, that's where mindfulness tools can be really useful. I think in in parenting situations where there is a lot of escalation and immediate sort of escapism, um, these tools are particularly helpful because suddenly people start saying, Oh that this is an interesting feeling. You know, I feel sad or I feel angry or I feel a little bit hopeless right now. But that feeling is transient and that feeling is telling me something about my circumstances. And, and I can learn new ways of being in, in this challenging setting. And that gives hope to all parents.
0: Brilliant. So helpful for the mother and for the son to Absolutely. discover yeah. a new vocabulary mm. and to be on the same page and to have had that yeah. shared experience. Yeah.
1: And, and to help to, to become comfortable with emotion, whether
0: it's what, how did you describe it, Will? Pu- purple purple or, or yellow. Purple or yellow. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. That's been really helpful and some great advice there. And if you've got a question that you would like to ask the podcast, then please do write and let us know what it is. And if we use your question, then we'll send you a copy of Catherine Hill's fantastic book. If you forget everything else, remember this, Parenting in the Primary Years. Uh, Scylla and Will, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, until next time, it's goodbye from all of us. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Parent Talk podcast for the primary years. For further information about our courses, resources and events, please visit us at careforthefamily.org.uk